mind and brain may take different paths. Balancing them is the most difficult. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Below As You Go. Um, Yeah, we're happy to be back for week three. So let's keep on rolling on. Uh, I don't know if that was the right quote, but yeah, it's okay. We're here. We're queer. Everyone's hanging out in part town. Uh, I'm sorry. I am so weird. Um, also, I do want to apologize for this like awful noise that I keep getting back in my like playbacks. It's like, um, if I can figure out how to stop it, I'm going to. If not, I'm really sorry if it's really bugging you. Um, I hope I didn't just bring the sound to light now, and that's all you're going to be able to hear. <laughs> oh, what am I doing with my life? I'm sitting in my basement talking to myself. That's okay. Uh, back to the episode. Um, if you can't tell, it's going to be kind of a more intense episode today. We're going to talk about the mind, the brain, and the separation. And yes, they are two very different things. Um, before we get into that, though, I always do like to start on a way lighter note. Um, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I chose the quote for today. Um, it was very simple because I didn't want to get too deep right away because I will say this episode is going to be a lot of quotes um, or paraphrases or contexts from other books and other forums because uh, this topic is really deep and it has been studied by a lot of metaphysicists and neurologists, yeah, neuro neuropsychologists, people that study the brain and have learned that the mind is a symptom or a product of the brain. Um, So I'm going to be using a lot of words and quotes from a lot of people that are way smarter than me. Um, Yeah, so bear with me on that. Uh, they're really, they're really, they're really powerful sayings that I have put together for this episode. So I hope they touch a few of you. Um, very excited to jump in about it. I have a nice atmosphere going on right now in my basement. Uh, candles, dim lights, incense, my doggy, the whole nine yards. My plants are also down here. Um, so yeah, we are really vibing as the young kids say. Um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I've watched the entire Twilight Saga series on Hulu, and um, I just am reminiscing about being 12 years old. So, I've been feeling pretty young and fresh and free. I'm also drinking a sour apple slushy right now, so I think I'm doing pretty damn good. But, we're going to jump in now. So, let's get started. The mind, the brain, and the separation. Alrighty, the mind, the brain, and the separation. I'm going to start with explaining that a little bit to everybody. So your brain is physical. You physically have a brain inside of you. Um, If you stick your finger fire enough in your nose, you can probably touch it. I'm just kidding, don't try that at home. 
but you physically have a brain. It's right there. It's under your skull. Your mind, though, is not physical. Your mind is a state of being. Your mind is something that you shape and you create and you can alter um, with, a, with hard work. It's not that easy to alter your mind, but you can use your brain to do this, which is so cool. And I'm learning how to do this right now because I personally um, don't have that good of a mindset. I don't. Um, some days I do. Like today I had a really good day, but some days I don't. And that's okay. And I blame it on my brain because your brain can chemically be deficient in so many areas of chemical balance that allow your mind to feel less than what it is. But once you start to grasp this concept of them being two separate things and that these demons in your head and these thoughts are not your mind state, and your mind state is so much more powerful than your brain, and I'll explain why that is a little later, um, but before I do that, I would like to reference an analogy that I have gotten from Mind and Life podcast um, with Wendy and Francisco Valera. Um, on, I believe, episode two or three, it's called Expanding the Mind, um, Expanding Our View of the Mind with Evan Thompson. Um, he is a philosopher that has written um, a lot of scholarly journals, scholarly articles. I don't know what you call them. I had to write one in high or college, and now I can't remember to save my life, but that's okay. Um, Evan Thompson him, talks about the embodied cognition and the contemplative science. Um, he is one of the earliest contributors to advancing the dialogue between Buddhism and Western science through his work with Francisco Valera. Um, he has spent decades exploring how the human mind extends beyond the brain throughout the body and into the world. Um, that is a very good listening podcast if you are into this kind of stuff. Um, it's an hour and 50 minutes though, so it's, it's a long listen, but um, he uses this analogy about a bird and his wings and how a bird's wings are not the reason for flight, but they are a key component to it. Um, just because a bird has wings does not mean a bird can fly. Um, it needs to know the air trajectory, it needs to have a flight path, it has to have kinetic force to be able to fly, but the wings are such a crucial point to it. Um, and that is our brain to our mind. Um, our mind does not get shaped by our brain alone. It gets shaped by our experiences, our environment, our dialects. But having a brain is the main reason that our mind can function. Or not function, but become something. Become a mind of itself. And if you look at people who are on the spectrum or um, have a disability of some sort... Their brains do not operate to full capacity or maybe it's over capacity because of that their mind state is very altered um, 
and a lot of it is so altered that they need help or assistance and most everyday people um, their brain is at like I think 10% functionality um, and that is what is creating that mind state that we all have um, so yeah I think that's a really good analogy to explain this uh, the brain is the wings and we are flight the mind is flight itself the action of doing it um, yeah so I guess the big thing I'm trying to understand or get you to understand today um, is you are not your thoughts your thoughts are not your beings um, I'm sure like many of my listeners I struggle with mental illness and having these ridiculous thoughts in my head and these almost feels like other people just holding me back um, another voice in my head talking to me being like literally the bitchiest bitch I could ever fucking imagine but that's okay because I'm learning how to pull myself apart from my brain thoughts and let my mind state become this person that half of my brain wants to be there's just another half that's way stronger than I am and that's okay um it's a big thing learning this skill I guess you could call it to pull yourself back and understand that just because your brain is saying these things to you and because your brain is lacking a chemical deficiency or is imbalanced or is not functioning in a way that is setting you up for success it's not your fault and as long as you can understand this you will have the power to change it and your mind is much stronger than your brain and I will explain that a little later on how the mind is much more powerful than the brain ever will be um, and now when I say the mind I don't mean your soul your soul is everlasting your soul is regenerative your soul is a whole deeper context of you but your mind state is your current state of being um, and you can't really change your soul I personally don't think and you probably shouldn't change I mean I don't really think you can and I don't think you should because your soul is you and that's who you've been in past lives and it's who you're going to be in future lives and so allow your mind and your brain and your not your brain fuck your brain <laughs> allow your mind and your soul to cohesively guide you on this reality until it's time for the next one um, yeah it's deep it's really deep once you learn these special skills you become upper echelon of the thinking and you realize that you are not these demons in your head um, I'm gonna go into a kind of like a poem not a poem I hate that word it sounds so sappy uh, just something that I wrote um, last year on National Suicide Prevention Day um, yeah just listen 10 10 National Suicide Prevention Day because we are all 10 out of 10 individuals the moral of the story is everyone suffers from some form of mental illness we are all different in many ways, but we all share a common ground called emotion. No matter what you do, you cannot stop feeling all of these vast emotions. And this is what makes us human, my friend. 
The same cortex of the brain handles pain and pleasure, so it is quickly enough that one can seem to feel like the other. Being human is so powerful. Harnessing your brain's power and using it to the best of your abilities can open a world of endless possibility and creation amongst your own path and your own way of living. But this is not very useful information if you are fighting a living, breathing monster inside of yourself that works against you in every single possible way. A monster that can eat away at your very will to live, to love, and to be human. It makes it hard to wake up, to get out of bed, to look in the mirror, or to even muster enough courage to speak to another human. This monster knows you better than you know yourself. It thrives on your will to be someone better than what you have already been. A vessel being ruled by a monster you cannot fight any longer. This monster is called mental illness and it is very scary. We all live with these monsters under our bed, in our closets, and beneath the stairs and even the demons in our head. We all have to face those monsters time to time, and that is okay, I promise. It is okay to not be okay, and you might never be okay, and that is okay. Your failures, your traumas, or your experiences, unless you want to be. Um, some people love to live their lives as a survivor, or as an abuser, or as an, an addict, or uh, all the words that describe things that have happened to us. Um, some people find comfort in living in those actions. Personally, I don't think it's very healthy. Like I said though, I am not a, anyone, I'm not, I don't have a PhD in this kind of stuff, man. I'm just a 22 year old girl trying to figure it out for other people with a pen and paper and a very scary mind. Um, and that is something that I think is a product of the brain. Um, when you assume that you are nothing better than the things that have happened to you, that's got to be your brain. Not being able to get out of that state of PTSD and not being able to let go of the emotional things that you've went through. And I mean, I'm not saying if you've got if you've gotten cured of cancer that you're not a survivor still but you've been given your life back so start living your life but then the past you don't need to be a survivor forever I mean gosh that's amazing that you are but don't let that be a part of you let it be something you endured and that I think is what is so powerful about your brain is that it will allow you to stay in this mind state if you don't realize the separation between brain and mind they they are very different and your mind can always be better um i know people that are going through so much stuff right now and you would not even be able to tell because their mind state is so pure and exactly what they want it to be that 
it doesn't affect them. The things that are causing them to not have serotonin and the things that are making them feel a lack of melatonin when they sleep at night is not allowing them to become this sleep-deprived zombie. They don't care. That's all right. They're, they're still waking up and they're using that mindset that they've created for themselves to be what they would like to be when they wake up in the day. And your temple is so strong. Your mind, your body, and your soul, and your spirit. That is a temple that is you. It is your essence. It is your love handles. It is your curves. It is your scars. It is a temple that you have been given to worship. And so do it. Um, Don't let that brain power overpower it. Because it will. It really will. I promise you. The brain is not nice. I really don't think the brain is a good good thing. I don't. I really think it's mean, mean, mean girl. Or guy, or non-binary, or alien. It doesn't have to be a gender. Mine's a gender because I promise you there's a bitch going up, popping off in there, and she needs to take a seat because my mind, soul, and spirit are rising out of the ashes, and I hope yours are too, just by listening to this. And that's a big thing, is understanding when you have to take a stand, when you have to grow the fuck up, look yourself in the mirror, look your brain, look into your brain through your eyes and say, fuck you, brain. I am better than you. I am smarter than you. I can outstand everything you throw my way because you can't fight the other battles of the world that are going to get thrown at you if your own brain won't let you win this fight and I know that the mind is so much more powerful because of a syndrome called hypochondria and hypochondriacs they use their mind power to assume a sickness and they are so much stronger than the brain that the brain actually develops a sickness that they wanted hypochondriacs will say that they have glaucoma and they will think it and they will know it and they will research it and they will learn everything about this disease to the point where the brain will quite literally give them glaucoma and it can do that with everything depression, anxiety, eating disorders, cancer even. I mean, that's a really hard one, but I promise you, your mind is powerful enough to do that for you. Um, Just like when you go through an injury and you break your femur, if you let your brain win and say, my femur does not work. If you read all these things on the internet and you teach your brain how to allow your femur to not work anymore, you will probably never walk again. But if you use your mind state and you push and you push and you say, fuck you brain, I'm going to walk again. I will use my femur again. I will regenerate my bones. It will happen. And I know this sounds absolutely insane, but there is not terminology for these things unless they were happening. There would not be studies on these things unless they were true. And it's very hard to grow the fuck up. It really is. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a baby. I am a cry fucking baby. Melanie Martinez is my girl because we are two cry babies living in the same world. Um, being a cry baby, uh, it sucks sometimes. And I, all the time, I'm like, just grow the fuck up. Stop being so fucking sad. Stop. Stop letting your brain be stronger than you. Like, don't you want to live a happy life? Don't you want to enjoy things? Stop. Just grow up. And um, 
I can't, I can't say that to you and you not be offended by it because it's really offensive uh, because your brain is so strong and your brain will tell you that that's bullshit. That's not okay. Like, no, I want to sit in my room and I want to be sad. And you can do that. You can sit in your room and be sad, but understand that that's not you. That's just something that's happening to you on that day. And that the next day you can wake up and be okay if you put your mind to it. And the brain is so strong that it'll throw all these chemicals at you and it'll make you lose sleep at night and it'll give you bad dreams and it'll stop producing dopamine and serotonin and everything because it's like, no, you know what? I want you to lay in bed and I want you to be sad and I want to win, but don't let it win. Wake up and say, no, my mind state is stronger. My mental mind will outwin you, you physical piece of shit. Mentality over physicality every time. And... It's really hard. It's really, really hard. I struggle with it seven times a day, eight times a day. The brain loves to win. I think the brain is like the third strongest muscle in the body. And probably is the first, honestly. Um, and it's strong. It's really strong. And when you're meant, when your mental is not a physical thing that you, you can't like actually like exercise, it's really hard to feel like you're not winning. But if you woke up and you smiled, you won. That's a, that's a victory. Little victories, small energy exchanges. I'm actually going to do a whole episode on small energy exchanges. But um, you are stronger than that damn brain of yours. Research hypochondriacs and you'll understand how strong the mind is and what it's like to realize there is a massive separation from it. Um, now I'm going to read another quote that I have found um, on Instagram, the devil social media site. <laughs> I'm addicted to it though, um, just just like most people in this generation are, which really sucks. But uh, we're talking about the mind and the brain right now, not our stupid phones. So just give me a hot sec and I'm going to read a pretty cool word passage um, by at Sally Mustang on Instagram. I don't know her real name, but this is just something to help your mind state win your brain. Note to self. Chop firewood. Make a fire. Cook on it. Walk barefoot. Put mud on your body from time to time. Swim in cold water. Swim in dark water clear water and ocean water. Get in a body of water. Grow things from the seed. Eat from the earth, especially the greens. Make potions in the morning, elixirs filled with herbs and earth medicines. Hike in the wild on untouched ground. Form a meaningful relationship with the moon. Make sure you go outside at night from time to time. That's the only way to catch a glimpse of a shooting star, and it will remind you of the bigger picture. Dance on the earth. Dance with the earth. Feel her spirit inside of you and move. The sunrise and the sunset are the best time for beauty. Make them count. Ask for magic. Always. Honor your blood and your cycle. It is very important to create rituals. It is also important to rest, to go inwards, find the truth. Your intuition, follow it. 
Make sure you can protect yourself physically. Find a practice that helps you unleash the warrior within. Find your sensual pleasures in life. Unleash your sexiness, your untamed self. Let the hair fall down around you. Drop your gaze. Let your eyes blaze. Bite your bottom lip. Light the candle. Burn the sage. If you were your brain, you'd probably be very boring or a very shit person, Um, but you are not. You are your mind, you are your soul, you are your temple. So do not let the brain win. Train your mind and along the road you will change your brain. Those are just some words I jotted down while I was mapping out this podcast a few days ago. Um, I do want to give credit to Jeffrey Schwartz and Sharon Beagley. They are the writers of The Mind and the Brain, Neuroplasticity and the Power of Mental Force. Um, They are the groundbreakers of this idea. Um, They wrote a whole book (laughs) about this. Um, You can literally access the entire PDF of the book for free on Google. All you have to do is type in the mind and the brain. Um, It'll come up. Um, I'm sure they even have a way to listen to it, but they made this much more of a reality than just a thought or a idea. They put actual science and factual knowledge behind this idea that your mental force is so strong and so powerful. Um, and how to cohene the skills of using your mental force for good or bad, uh, whatever you want to do with it, but just understanding that it's there, it's a thing, it's real, um, it is a very 21st century way of thinking, um, a lot of, a lot of scientists don't really like to make the connection because then their whole life's work would probably be thrown out the window, but I believe in this, um, and there's a very big following of people who do, um, you have to definitely be in tune with yourself on a regular basis, which I think is good for us. I think we should be in tune with ourselves at all times. We should always know what our body needs, what our mind needs, what our temple needs. Um, Build the pyramids, use the blocks, use the clay and the sand to understand. That rhymed. That was cool. (laughs) Um, Your brain can be rewired throughout your entire life. You personally, I don't think anyone should use medicine to alter the chemical function in their brain, but sometimes it's very helpful. Um, But if you're not into that kind of stuff, like I am not, just because I feel once you're on it, you're on it for the rest of your life, you can start to go through more holistic ways of shaping yourself into being the person you want so direly to be. Um through rewiring your brain and it sounds really hard but simple tasks throughout your day 
can really help with this. Um, definitely words of affirmation, um, just small little things. Buy yourself a coffee because you feel like it. Um, take an extra 10 minutes in the shower, masturbate, be sensual, stare at yourself in the mirror, get dressed, dye your hair, cut your hair, eat junk food, don't eat junk food, um, rewire the way that you think. Um, it's very, very, very hard, I know, but our mind is the absolute best side effect of the brain. So do not let your mind become a side effect of unholistic means. Don't become a zombie. It's so sad. It's so sad when I see people just like shut down their emotion and become medicated and lose themselves. Um, don't do that to yourself. If Even if you do, even if you are medicating, still use your brain. Oh, not your brain. Use your mind power to rewire the brain as well. Everyone needs a little help every now and then. It's like when your monstera gets really, really big and you have to finally put a stake in it so that way the vines have something to hold on to. That is your medicine or your medication or whatever means you're using to feel okay. But understand that your mind has the power to do this on its own if you would like it to. And I mean, I can sit here and I can say this all day and I would love to be this like upper echelon state of thinking kind of gal. And I'm just not. I'm not. I really am not. I'm I'm a sad person, but I'm very good at faking it. And the worst advice I've ever been given is to fake it until you make it because I took that super literally and I am really good at faking it. And so it, um, don't do that. <laughs> but, uh... Be happy, be you, be everything that you dream and that your eyes, when you close your eyes, be be that person that you embody yourself in. Um, also do that a lot, close your eyes and listen, use all your senses besides your sight because your perception of reality can be very deceiving to what is actually going on because of the multi-dimensional field that we're playing on every day. Um, and if you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm so sorry about that. Look into it. I'll talk about it on my podcast, but touching base on that, um, use your other senses to develop a sense of reality. Um, when children are babies, we make sensory buckets for them and sensory tools that help them understand what the feeling of things are and what the smell of things are and what the sound of things are do that as an adult just because you're not an infant anymore doesn't mean you don't deserve sensory overloads um it feels really good like masturbate for a really long time it'll probably fucking release a lot of serotonin and dopamine in your head which is kind of unhealthy sometimes but that's okay if you need it like it's okay to not be okay and I know that's so cliche but mama loves cliches you're gonna learn that real quick baby girl um <laughs> but I guess is this what makes us human having our mind be able to change our brain this is this what separates us from every other species on the planet. Um, I don't know. Do you guys think that 
birds have mind states that are able to be altered the way ours are? Um, do you think whales and dolphins are able to be happy and sad and then decide one day that they're going to change their routine and be happier and be more outgoing? Um, I mean, dolphins run like this whole sex ring kind of thing. So I think a dolphin is like really advanced. Um, I would say it's my spirit animal, but mine's actually a caterpillar. If you don't have a spirit animal, I recommend finding one or asking your friends what animal they relate with you. My friends have picked out the caterpillar for me and I resonate with it. Um, one day I'll be a butterfly for sure, but I like being a caterpillar right now. They're super cool <laughs> and I eat a lot. so. But is this what makes us human? The fact that we have this ability to to do this, to realize, understand, factualize these scary thoughts and change them, change our perception, perceive new realities. Do you think we perceive the same reality as a fly? Probably not. Understand that you are choosing this dimension and one day you will understand what that means there's so many dimensions and you choose this one and you don't have to choose it. You can change it. You can take the path less followed. Um, you perceive your own reality. It's my favorite saying that I have come up with. Um, yeah. So be human, be happy, be queer, be straight understand that your mind is so much stronger than your brain. I really do want you guys to check out the mind, the brain, and the neuroplasticity and the power of mental force by Jeffrey Schwartz and Sharnam Beagley. I'm going to say it again in case you didn't uh, get it the first time I said it. So it's very powerful. Um, there's a lot of information about this force and I think it's kind of a good outlet if you're struggling to like find something that works for you because personally I've tried like everything under the fucking sun to be a happy person and I don't think anything's working because I'm still really sad sometimes and so this is like a really big spiritual thing for me to understand that my evil fucking bitch brain is not me and so I hope that you can start to do this too um because it's it's very life-changing. It's very formative. Um, I have two very good friends who dabble in the world of ayahuasca, ayahuasca and peyote, and I'm going to connect with them very soon to help understand the effects of medicinal altering states and how beneficial they can be. Um, because the mind and the brain are two separate things. So, yeah. I hope you guys can't hear that Girl Scout ad in the background. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I am flow as you go. Thanks for sitting through this episode. Um, I'm not sure what I want to do the next episode about. It might be small energy exchanges. It might be medicinal mind alterations. Um, I don't know yet. I was really excited for this one, though. So I hope you listen to it. Thanks. <laughs>
Um, yeah, everybody experience peace and love. Everybody say words of affirmations to yourself every day and do things that make you happy. And if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to my podcast. Um, just, you know, shoot me a message. The little messages I get about each episode really help with making the new one. And if you heard me scribbling with my pen this whole episode, it's because I was doodling. Um, yeah, this is Flow As You Go podcast listening. Um, happy fall. Happy equinox of some, some weather. So, thank you. And peace and love.